Let's stop comparing ourselves to somebody else. We are unique. Our lives are unique. We follow our unique timeline, and things happen in our lives at the exact right moment for us when we are ready for those things to happen. Not earlier, not later, but exactly at the right moment. And the moment we recognize that, the moment we realize that this is the right moment, whenever it is, everything changes in your life. Hello, friend. I'm your host, Olena Mitrak, and this is the Spark Your Life podcast, a place where we go personal and way beneath the surface to learn how to be happy and successful both at the same time. No more need to compromise or choose one over the other. You can have it all. See this as your perfect coffee break podcast that will inspire you to go ahead and take that first step towards a truly exceptional and extraordinary life. Let's dive in. Hello, my favorite life designers. Welcome to another episode of the Spark Your Life podcast. Last weekend was a very exciting weekend for me. Very busy, but very exciting. It was my daughter's 11th birthday and uh, we took her to Las Vegas for her 11th birthday. We joked with my husband that usually people go to Vegas to celebrate their 21st birthday, but not our daughter. She goes there for her 11th birthday. But that was a Sunday. And Friday and Saturday, I actually spent in California, in San Luis Obispo, attending the first in-person conference that I had attended in years. And not just attended, but I was honored to speak on a panel during that conference. It was the Yellow Co. conference. For those of you who don't know, Yellow Co. is a community for entrepreneurial women that create meaningful work that was founded by my dear friend, Joanna Waterfall. I've known Joanna for a couple of years now, and I knew that she had hosted conferences before. I think her conferences go back to 2014, but I only got to know her in 2021 during COVID, and she wasn't hosting conferences in 2021 or in 2022. And so when earlier this year I discovered that she was going to host the next Yellow Conference, I was like, I got to go. I will fly all the way from Houston to California just to attend this conference. And as I said, I was honored to not only be an attendee, but I also got to be a panelist and I got to talk about sustainability with three other wonderful people. And what was really interesting about that topic is we were all coming from different backgrounds and we were talking about sustainability from different angles which made this topic and our discussion so much more holistic. Because everything I do in life is all about looking at things holistically. So it was very exciting to see how we can discuss this topic holistically, because we were discussing environment and what it means to work sustainably towards the environment, and what it means to create a sustainable business, and what it means to give back to your community, to your society. And of course, my passion is about sustainability in our lives and what it means to create a sustainable lifestyle, because I truly believe that it all starts with us. Unless you can create sustainable life for yourself, you will have no resources to really care about sustainable business or being sustainable from the environment standpoint. It all has to start with us. And yes, it was very inspiring conversation. And the whole experience of being in that conference, being in that space, 
it was full of inspiration. It was full of empowerment. And I know Joanna wanted maybe 500 people to attend this conference. She had this goal. And it just proves that life and universe has its own plans for us, no matter what, because I think uh, the conference ended up having about 100 attendees. But honestly, I feel like it just added to the experience because it created a much more intimate space where everyone was able to connect with everybody else on a much deeper level. I made so many meaningful connections. I met people who inspired me so much. I admire them now so much. I was fascinated to hear their stories so much. I also saw people who I haven't seen for a year. I met a few other women at the Yellow Retreat a year ago, and it was so wonderful to see them again in person. I also met several people who I had known virtually for a couple of years or a year, and finally I got to meet them in person. So that whole two-day experience was just filled with connection and warmth and wonder. And the theme of the conference was wonder. And I'm going to talk about this in a moment because really what this podcast episode is about, what I want to tell you about is not just my experience, which was wonderful, honestly, but some of the learnings, some of the lessons that I took from that conference. There were so many and Honestly, feelings and emotions are still sinking in. I don't think I have fully processed everything that I experienced, but I think I'm ready to share with you three learnings that stood out to me during the conference. And one of them was from the keynote speaker, Ariel Astoria, a wonderful woman. And something that she was talking about on a stage was around timing and how we all believe that there is some standard right quote-unquote timing for everything in our lives like i remember when i got married for the first time when i was 21 the reason i made this decision is because i thought that if i'm single when i'm 21 then i'm a failure really like when i look back on that now i'm like really are you kidding me but this is what i thought or i knew that I needed to go to college. I needed to find a corporate job after that. I knew that I needed to give birth to my first child before I turned 30. Because again, I thought that if I don't do that, then I'm too old to give birth ever. And this is why I had planned to get pregnant when I was 27, which I did, surprisingly. But it was all based on some stereotypes. Things that we believe are the right way to do it. Or how often do we look at somebody and we feel like we are so behind? We look at our classmates or people we went to college with or people we started businesses together and they seem to be far ahead and we start doubting ourselves. We start telling ourselves, oh, we should be there. And if we are not there, then it means we are failing. But who said that? Who said that your timeline has to follow somebody else's? It is your life after all, not somebody else's. You don't owe anything to anybody. It is your life and it is as unique as you are. So when Ariel was giving her talk and she was talking about that timing and how each one of us have our own unique timing, I was screaming in my head, yes, exactly. This is so true. Let's stop 
looking around and copying everybody else. Let's stop comparing ourselves to somebody else. We are unique. Our lives are unique. We follow our unique timeline and things happen in our lives at the exact right moment for us when we are ready for those things to happen. Not earlier, not later, but exactly at the right moment. And the moment we recognize that, the moment we realize that this is the right moment, whenever it is, everything changes in your life because then you stop putting this pressure on yourself. You stop rushing. You stop trying to hit some mythical deadlines that honestly, you are the one who put on yourself, nobody else. And even if somebody's trying to put those deadlines on you, screw them. They don't know anything about your life. It's your life. You are in charge and you are entitled to believe in your life on the timeline that is yours, on your own terms. So take as much time for anything you need. If you're listening to me right now and you are thinking to yourself that you should be further ahead, you should be making more money, you should be richer or happier, or you should have a family or whatever else there might be. No, you should not. You are where you are supposed to be. You are in your right place. Enjoy that moment. Enjoy that moment in time because that's all you have. And once you start enjoying that moment to the fullest, then your timeline will find you. And all you need to do is follow your timeline, not somebody else's. I thought it was so powerful. And it was just a reminder that we are unique and our lives are unique. And all we need to do is embrace that uniqueness and stop trying to copy somebody else because it's not going to do us any good, really. So that was one really powerful learning that I took away from that conference. And then there was this other speaker who really resonated a lot with me. I felt like the moment she started talking, I felt like we were so much alike. And she was talking about herself being a very strong woman, go-getter, like a man in the house. And I just thought to myself, oh yeah, I can completely re resonate with that. I can feel that. I This is exactly how I have been feeling for years. And she mentioned a few important things. Something that really resonates with me and what I teach, she called it three Bs. Be curious, be courageous, and be confident. And this is so close to the concept of personal strengths that I teach, that I love because I think it's so powerful. And as she was telling her story and how she was overcoming challenges in her life, which she had plenty, and I'm sure she still does, and she was leaning in those strengths, strengths of courage, strengths of curiosity, and her confidence that she had built by leaning into those strengths. This is the driving force that we all have. And I think it was a very powerful reminder that we do have these strengths. We do have this driving force. We just need to remember that we have it. We just need to know how to lean into this driving force more. Because when we do, then we can achieve anything. Not everything, because it's, it is impossible to achieve everything. But you can achieve anything in life that you truly, deeply want. And then she also mentioned something else, which I thought was very beautiful, because especially for us strong women, such go-getter women, 
we feel like we just have to always be strong. We can't give up that image of being a strong woman. We have to keep it up. We can never feel weak. And being soft is seen as weakness. But what she was saying, and I fully agree with this, is being soft is not a sign of weakness. Being soft is a sign of being human. And we are all humans. And you can be a strong woman and you still have moments of softness because this is just who you are. These are two sides of the same coin. You cannot be strong 100% of the time. You have to have your moments when you can be real, when you can be resting, when you can be soft. You don't have to always go, 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 go. Sometimes we need rest. And I hate when people say that we need rest because rest is productive. Rest is not productive. Rest is rest. It doesn't mean we don't need rest. We do. But not because it is productive, but because we just need it. Because there are moments when we want to push forward and go and crush those goals. And there are moments when we don't feel like it. And that is okay. And I think the moment you start embracing your strengths better and more, you start embracing your softness more and vice versa. As I said, these are two sides of the same coin and you cannot accept one part of yourself without accepting the other. And when you start accepting one part of yourself, you magically start to accept the other one too. So remember that. And maybe next time you feel like you are a go-getter and you have to keep up that image of being a strong woman and you cannot show tears or you cannot show doubts, pause, stop yourself and remember that you are human and you don't owe anybody anything. And if you want to feel soft, if you want to express yourself in that moment the way you do, whether it's crying or feeling doubts, it is okay because also this is the power and this is what we connect with, right? We don't connect with some figures made out of steel. We connect with people. And every person has two sides, strength and softness. And one without another doesn't really exist. So I thought that was very powerful. And it was something that very much resonates with my life and who I am and what I teach as part of life design. And something funny happened during her keynote talk. She was actually telling a story that she used to be very shy. And whenever she goes to the conference, she would be afraid to come up and talk to the speaker. And then at some point, she decided that she's going to start coming and talking to the speakers after their talk. And she said, yeah, so ask yourself, what is the worst that can happen? The speaker will not punch you in the face, right? So maybe they will not talk to you, but okay, that's the worst case scenario. But in the best case scenario, you will have a wonderful conversation. You will make a meaningful connection that might lead to something. So why not try? And as I was listening to her, I had already wanted to come up and talk to her after her talk is finished. And when she said that, I told myself, okay, now I have no excuses but to do this. I have to do this. So once she was done, I came to the stage and I said, hi, Sonia, my name is Olena. It was so wonderful to hear your talk and just don't punch me. And she laughed. She was like, okay, that would be funny if I just 
said that I'm nobody's going to punch you and uh, I would punch you. So it was a really cool icebreaker. And then we had a wonderful conversation. And I'm very excited to stay connected with her because, as I said, I just feel like we are so much alike and we see eye to eye to many things. So we'll see where that connection leads me to. So that was learning number two, that we can be strong and we can be soft. And both these sides of us make us who we are and they make us powerful. And the third important learning, which is not really a particular learning, but the theme of that whole conference, as I said, the theme was wonder. And I thought it was wonderful. I know, yes. Because the truth is, we always want to know. We want to be in control. And whenever we are not in control, we feel like something is wrong. Even this morning, during our Monday focus and coffee conversation inside Bravery 10X, I was just chatting with one of the members. She was saying that things were not really going as planned. And I told her that, yeah, in my family, things have not been going as planned either. My husband has been sick for the last few days. We suspect it might have been COVID, but thankfully he's feeling better now. Anyway, things never go as planned. So fighting that concept and trying to make things go as planned won't really help because they won't. They will not go as planned. Something will happen. Some emergencies will happen. Something will go sideways. And the sooner we accept that fact, the sooner we actually are okay with the fact that things will never go as we plan, the better our lives will be. Instead of trying to control everything and instead of trying to know how things will play out, because, disclaimer, it's not possible to know that things will happen the way they happen. You cannot control this. So instead of trying to do that, instead of trying to do something that is impossible to do and getting frustrated when we get another proof that it is impossible, but hello, it was impossible to begin with, why don't we? change our mindset and open up our minds to just all the possibilities that might unfold in front of us that we don't even know about yet. Because if you think about it, whenever things don't go as planned, it means something happens that you didn't predict. And for some reason, we always think of it as something bad. But why can't we start looking at it as an opportunity? Every time something goes sideways, it is a new opportunity that you didn't know existed until now. And now you have the chance to embrace this opportunity and use it to improve your life. And yes, of course, sometimes things will go unplanned that are hard to turn into positive opportunities. But life is life. We all navigate so many challenges in life. And what I'm trying to say is not pretend that everything is okay when things aren't. What I'm saying is being ready and being open to change, knowing that change will happen and making the most out of it. Instead of getting frustrated when you didn't receive the result that you were hoping to receive, learn from it. I've heard somebody say something along the lines of, in every situation, you either receive the results you want or the lesson you need. 
And I think it is a very powerful saying. As long as we are open to learning, as long as we are open to wondering what is out there, we can make our lives so much more beautiful, so much fuller. And this is why I think that theme of wonder was chosen to begin with. Because last few years have shown the whole world how little we are in control, really. We want to think that we are in control, but we aren't. So the only thing we have left is to wonder, is to be curious, to be excited about what's out there, what's waiting for us around the corner. Because when we approach every corner with excitement, we just see so much more than when we approach it with fear. And I think this is going to be my theme, not just for that past weekend, but for the next few months. I'm going to make a commitment to myself now, out loud, now that I'm thinking about it, really, to continue wondering. I'm going to wake up every morning for the rest of the year wondering what is going to happen? What exciting is going to happen in my life today? And we'll see where it leads me. And I encourage you to do the same because coming back to the example with the punching after the talk, what is the worst that can happen? What is the worst that can happen if you start wondering what exciting might be awaiting for you around the corner? Maybe nothing is. Okay. But maybe something is. And if you approach that corner with this mindset, you will notice this exciting thing. I hope... That inspired you a little bit because it definitely inspired me. And as I said, because of this travel, first the conference, then my daughter's birthday, last couple of weeks were pretty hectic and my husband's cold didn't help either. But I feel very positive and I feel very energized and very excited about the future. And this is what really is helping me look in the future with this excitement is being open-minded. And having this wonder attitude rather than trying to control something that I cannot control. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, if you have any questions or if you want to share any feedback, if you have any thoughts about what I told you today, please send me a message on Instagram or shoot me an email. I always want to know what you think. And I'm always here to support you on your journey. I'm going to see you next week for the next episode. Bye-bye.